and then yeah. you feel stupid at the end of the fight because you just wasted all that time and energy. I never feel stupid. Mm. Ever. That's Ever. wrong. That's actually <laughs> wrong. No, it's like it's like when you stub your pinky toe. Like, why why would you be there? Just get jump off my foot. Just stop doing what you're doing. But apparently, you need your pinky toe for balance or something. Like for emotional support when you're indeed. I'm hearing that you're talking to me, but there is nothing. I have no more room left in my brain to process anything right now. I am so mentally toast. And she just looked at me good. and she yeah. goes, okay, that's fine. But it almost sounds like we think we're some kind of expert, but we're not at all. We're just a, two hard-headed individuals that have beat our heads against a cinder block wall for long enough to finally figure it out. Hey, I'm a little testy. I'm a little irritable. So don't ask me up. to carry the groceries again. <laughs> ever. Oh, I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> anyway. Just need some high brew. Uh, so, some fiber? <laughs> some high brew. <laughs> some fiber. <laughs> Yeah, they're not that regular, so uh, we need to we need to keep them going. That's oh, what I was money. like, I need some fiber for my hands. I'm sorry. Um, gosh, what was my train of thought? Mental. Uh, Thanks for joining us on MBP, the Micah and Ben podcast. This is a podcast made by average people, sometimes below average people, for the average person. Where instead of displaying the social media highlight reel that we all see on social media, just imagine like you know Kim Kardashian without makeup. Uh, that is the metaphor we're explaining here. Some of us put on a lot of makeup. Some of us only display uh, the best version of ourselves when really we want to know the real you. So here we highlight the real ups and downs of life. This is intended to be a conversation not just between Mike and Ben, but also between us and you, our extended family. So if you didn't know, you can connect with us on Facebook, all your hopes and dreams, Instagram and Twitter at actual MVP, as well as send us an email. If you really feel up to it, send us a little letter. Uh, don't make it too creepy at actual MVP at gmail.com. And last but not least for our podcast intro, big shout out to hybrid coffee for fueling this podcast, not as sponsors yet but purely because i enjoy their coffee and they said i could mention them on the podcast i'm trying not to laugh so hard <laughs> <laughs> i wanted you to get through your bit but i'm trying not to laugh I'm so good <laughs> kim kardashian okay anyway. <laughs> um gosh i'm glad i made it through that on the last episode we discussed love buckets if a goal in a relationship is to pour out love on the other then how can you pour out what is empty Playing make-believe with kids is fun, but pretending you have a full bucket when it's not with your partner is a bad idea. We discussed how we refill our buckets and, better yet, how to communicate how we refill or simply the fact that it's empty. During that episode, we pointed out that effective communication or choosing the right words is key, and that's something that we're continuing on uh, in this episode. That being said, enjoy this. On the St. Louis team, we have uh, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find out. I want you to tell me the names of the fellas on the St. Louis I'm, team. I'm telling you, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. You know the fellas' then, names? Yes. Well, then who's playing first? Yes. I mean the fellas' name on first base. Who? The fella playing first base for St. Louis. Who? The guy on first base. Who is on first? 
Well, what are you asking me for? I'm not asking you. I'm telling you who is on first. I'm asking you who's on first. That's the man's name. That's whose name? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. Who? The guy on first. Who? The first baseman. Who is on first? Have you got a first baseman on first? Certainly. Then who's playing first? Absolutely. When you pay off the first baseman every month, who gets the money? Every dollar of it. And why not? The man's entitled to it. Who is? Yes. So who gets it? Why shouldn't he? Sometimes his wife comes down and collects it. Who's wife? Yes. <laughs> After all, the man earns it. Who does? Absolutely. Well, all I'm trying to find out is what's the guy's name on first base? Oh, no, no. What is on second base? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? That's what I'm trying to find out. Well, don't change the players. I'm about. not changing nobody. Take it easy. What's the guy's name on first base? What's the guy's name on second base? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? I don't know. He's on third. We're not talking about him. How did I get on third base? You mentioned his name. If I mention a third baseman's name, who did I say is playing third? No, who's playing first? Stay off of first, will you? Well, what do you want me to do? Now, what's the guy's name on third base? Well, what's on second? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? I don't know. He's on third. There I go, back on third again. Well, I can't change their names. Will you please stay on third base, Mr. Broadhurst? Please. Now, what is it you want to know? What is the fella's name on third base? What is the fella's name on second base? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? I don't know. Third base. <laughs> so that's even funnier because I feel like this is how conversations with Elizabeth have gone. Like, I am telling you, but you aren't listening to what I'm saying. Uh, I am listening, but you haven't answered my question. And what's funny about that is that could be either of us telling the other person. Absolutely. Uh, it's never just one-sided so that's that's pretty comical um i there have been especially like the longer you're married you start to go okay pause i think we're saying the same thing um but we don't hear each other mm -hmm. and then you like you get through the entire conversation and then you come to the realization like we're talking about the same thing. The exact same thing. <laughs> and then yeah. you feel stupid at the end of the fight because you just wasted all that time and energy I never feel stupid. Mm. Ever. That's Ever. wrong. That's actually <laughs> wrong. Yes. Uh. So for, for those of y'all listening, here's the thought. Have you ever told someone you're tired? And if so, what did you mean? You could have just run a marathon, crazy, uh, or a Tough Mudder, Spartan Race, any of those kind of obstacle fun runs. You could have just been dealing with the loss of a family member and you want the pain to just go away. You could have been studying for a licensing exam, licensing exam for months. Not that Ben or I have ever done that. Uh, or you could have been praying for someone or something for months or years, and you're just worn out. Uh, these are all areas that we can be, quote, tired. But do we know how to communicate that? Mm, that's good. Yeah. So basically, here's the point. When we're tired, it can affect a lot. It can affect us, it can affect those around us. So how do we minimize both of those? What, yep. we can only control ourselves, right? So, so far. so far, right? I feel like that's <laughs> where we're headed. Um, right. So why don't we make a strong effort to control our language? Uh, and the words mm -hmm. that we choose to communicate how we're feeling, especially when we're tired. Language matters, vocabulary matters, specifically being, matter. I'm sorry? I said other things matter. Other things matter. Specifically, being <laughs> tired can in, it can infect your relationship, your life. 
uh, relationships, plural. So when it comes to being tired and communicating that you are, a great place to start is by categorizing the four batteries, as we call it. The four batteries. And here's what they are. They're mental. You have a mental battery. You have an emotional battery. You have a physical battery. And you have a spiritual battery. So I'll give an example of the first, a mental battery. This happened last week. Uh, Great example. I am currently removing Spanish tile from my house, and it's terrible, and I'm installing hardwood floors. Just for the record, I've seen Ben's hand, and like, it's not just calluses. He has like pieces of his hand that have gotten torn up. And my hand, my right hand is swollen for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So naturally I offered a high five as soon as you Oh told gosh. Me. It's so irritating too because they randomly fall asleep and then you've got that like pins and needles waking up. It's just terrible. Mm-hmm. Anyway. You just need some high brew. Uh, so some fiber? <laughs> some high brew. <laughs> some fiber. <laughs> yeah, they're not that regular, so uh, we need to we need to keep them going. That's oh, what I was fiber. like, I need some fiber for my hands. I'm sorry. Um Gosh, what was my train of thought? Mental. Uh, so mental battery. <laughs> so this is a great example of a mental battery. So I've been waking up at 7, 8 a.m. and getting basically starting on ripping out these floors and then dragging these 100-pound bags out the door mm-hmm. and cleaning the, the foundation, this, that, and the other. So at the Sounds end of hot. the day, I'm like toast. Like my brain is toast. I'm physically toast. Nikki had just gotten home from work and we had just gotten done and we were wrapping up and she came in and at this point in my day, like I'm, I'm toast physically, I'm toast mentally. Like I've been thinking all day. I'm, I've got, um, Nikki's dad is helping me uh, do this. And so it's like managing, okay, what am I doing? What is he just, there's a lot of things happening. So I'm mentally exhausted. And so Nikki comes home from work and starts asking about my day and starts asking questions about the floor and then starts telling me about her day. And I looked at her and I said, very graciously, mind you, I said, Nikki, please stop. And she stopped and she was like, what? And I said, I literally cannot, I'm hearing that you're talking to me, but there is nothing, I have no more room left in my brain to process anything right now. I am so mentally toast. And she just looked at me and she goes, okay, that's fine. (laughs) So that's my example of uh, my mental battery. Sometimes you just, you need mental capacity to take in what somebody's telling you, you know, how to handle this, that, the other. You need the mental uh, fortitude let's put it that way to go on every day and, and do the norm. And when that's tapped, Oh, it's awful. Yeah. That's, I have a quick question at the risk of getting us derailed here. Do you think that you could have told Nikki when you were dating, like, Hey, I just can't right now with everything you're saying, I have no room left. Do you think she would have handled it the same way or differently now that y'all been married for a while? I think, now, well, you know, honestly, I think she would have probably handled it the same way. She, Nikki's always been really level-headed and not usually 
an emotional, you know, her first reaction isn't typically an emotional knee jerk. So I think I could have brought that to her while dating and she would have been okay with it. But I see where you're coming from with that. And that absolutely might not fly in other relationships depending on temperaments and personalities. Oh yeah. Not in ours. It's changed over time. Um, We've both grown to understand that like what I just said was a gentle cue that I'm on empty. And if this keeps getting pushed, if the subject gets pushed more, like I'm not going to, I'm not going to handle it well. Whether or not that comes out externally is to be determined, but, and I hope it doesn't, but I'm just, I'm not internally going to handle that well. Mm. Speaking of internally handling things well, and you know, you talked about Nikki with emotional responses, but the emotional battery, which for the record, just to clarify, when we talk about the four batteries, all you got to think about for a frame of reference is simply that think of ways that you're tired. You can be mentally tired, emotionally tired, physically tired, spiritually tired. That's what we're talking about. So when you're emotionally tired and your battery is drained, um, think of things that you've gone through that are really heavy. For me, a good example would be when we had not our first, but our second miscarriage. Uh, This happened two Octobers ago now. And um, that, the best way I can describe it, for those of you that have had a miscarriage, um, you know that you just feel like an emotional black hole there's nothing that excites you. There's nothing that makes you sad. It's just, you're just empty, completely empty, which is really tough, especially when you already have a kid and you want to be there for them. Uh, but I I've told Ben, I've told other people, you, you could have told me during that time that my dog, my favorite dog, cause I do have a favorite, uh, that my dog mm-hmm. had cancer and I would have been like, Oh, just one more thing. And and that sounds really callous. That's just where I was. My emotional battery was completely empty. Uh, and it sometimes gets there when you deal with a lot. When I was a teacher, it would empty out pretty quick too. So that's what I think of when I think of my emotional battery. It really hit home with me when you just said, oh, just another thing. Like, I, that just resonates with me. I get that. And I hope yeah. I hope people listening like I don't know if that resonates with anybody, but as soon as you said that, that just hit kind of a place in me that I get it hundred percent. So weird how just a few choice words yeah. help you to understand. Strange. Like so that. the uh, the physical battery. <laughs> this one again. Let's talk about my awesome experience. Let's uh, do it. <laughs> Spanish tile floors pulling them out. So. This story kind of starts the same way the other did with the mental battery. We had spent all day pulling out floors, installing new floors, doing this, that, and the other. Nikki comes home. We're getting all our stuff together, putting stuff away, and she comes in and she goes, hey, I went grocery shopping. Can you help me put away groceries? And I looked at her, and then I looked at my hands, and then I looked back at her, and I said, Nikki, I literally don't have the strength in my hands to hold a bag. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> stupid and it sounds pathetic, but in that moment, it was absolute truth. I'm using what's called a hammer drill to pull out these tiles and the thing that's you hit the trigger and basically hold on for the ride. And <laughs> it has vibrated my hands. Like I said before, my right hand is a little swollen and it's pinching my nerves and it's just my hands hurt. And so her coming in and being, you know, at the end of my day and then asking, she was in the right. And, and 
if I had the capability, I absolutely would have helped. But I looked at her, I said, I physically don't have the capability to carry bags in. I just can't. Like, I can't hold on to anything. My hands don't work. <laughs> it's so terrible. And it's the strangest ailment, too. Like, I can't really... I've never dealt with anything like this. Like, my hands are oh, just yeah. falling asleep. It's super weird. <laughs> They need some high brew, high brew coffee. Shout brew. out! No, it's like it's like when you stub your pinky toe. Like, why why would you be there? Just get jump off my foot. Just stop doing what you're doing. But apparently, you need your pinky toe for balance or something. I don't know. Apart from emotional support when you're empty. Um, yeah. So for the last toe. battery, spiritual battery, this one may throw some of you. Um, if you've experienced it, you know what I'm talking about. I could put it that way. But some of you might not even be spiritual. Some of you might not believe in a religion or whatever. You, be, you might have different religious backgrounds than me. But I'll put it in a way that I've experienced. Um, when you've been praying uh, or if you've been just feeling like life is attacking you constantly, and you're like, what gives? Some of you, you know, putting good vibes out into the universe. And that's not me trying to patronize anybody. If you're literally trying to do the whole karma cycle and putting good vibes out and you're just waiting for something to come back to you, you can get spiritually taxed. If you look at the other three batteries, the the mental, emotional, physical, if you're looking at those going, it, none of those really fit what I'm talking about. It's probably that fourth battery um, of the spiritual battery. So if you're just spiritually drained, you're like, man, I just don't have drive right now. I don't know what it is. It might be that. So um, that's been something for us. Again, we'll have to share my more of my story. But for about two years, we were really struggling. And um, just one thing after another, part of it was that miscarriage. Part of it was our four and a half or four month old being in the hospital for a week and a half. A lot of really rough things. And over the course of that two years, it's like, I am tired in a way that I cannot put my finger on it. That was the spiritual battery for me. So um, I want to pivot just slightly for any guy that's listening to this right now. This is specifically for you. Any male, any uh, the male persuasion. It, this is for you. Do you ever get irritated because someone, maybe your spouse, is bothering you? And have you ever paused to figure out why? First of all, not a bad idea. Um, and before you go just chomping somebody's head off, maybe just pause and be like, am I actually mad at that person? Or is this like something else? No, uh, it's her fault. It's her fault. It's 100%. <laughs> yeah. So I, that's that's the thing is that when I, when I first started dating Elizabeth, I would get really I felt like I would go from zero to a hundred real fast with mm -hmm. her. And I started pausing. I'm like, what, man, I am just a, a grade a, a hole. This is terrible. Why would I be this way towards Elizabeth? And then I realized typically <laughs> like she'd be the, the straw that broke the camel's back. For example, where outside of the current mood I was in, if she did or said what she just did or said, in any other context, it probably wouldn't bother me. And if it did, it'd be like super minimal, right? But because of that day, because of everything else that had happened, I walk in and she just sighs heavily. All of a sudden, I'm in the red. I'm seeing red and I'm angry. I'm like, why are you pissed off at me? What are you talking about? I'm not pissed off at you. 
and it just Escalates. so just yeah so <laughs> if you're if you're a guy and i'm saying this because i am one and you're listening to this and you're like this is stupid kind of ethereal batteries who says that i am trying to save you a headache please listen in um communicating and communicating specifically with your whatever relation quite frankly it could be a friendship whoever it is that you're in some kind of relationship with is going to save you a headache in the long run uh and actually make things a lot better so please don't just blow this all off as like a spiritual battery no it's a thing okay an emotional battery you're allowed to have emotions as a man um fun fact so yeah so all that being said um something i realized is that being a married man my wife actually doesn't often tick me off, but she is always the first in line of fire. And mm. so when I think of a grenade, whoever's closest to it is going to get hit probably the worst, right? And I'm sure somebody could argue that. Well, if you actually, if you threw a grenade, shut up. Just actually. Next, yeah. <laughs> if you're next to a grenade and it goes off, you're going to get hurt pretty bad and that's how it is in relationships when you're close with somebody you then become that person that's first in line of fire when something bad goes wrong mm-hmm. or when something happens that goes wrong so um i've realized that and been able to communicate now and that's like for me with elizabeth i i will tend to um text her ahead of time uh like if i'm on my way home and i know that i'm just red hot i'll text her and say hey and i've verbatim texted this to her i am 100 percent ticked off and zero percent has to do with you as soon as i'm ready to chat i'll let you know and thankfully she's mature enough that she's like okay cool and that way she knows that it's not about her it's not that i'm like irritated her or anything like that and she's able to just kind of let me breathe right and cool off yeah um and then talk to her whenever i'm ready that's good that's good. Appreciate it. I think I do the same thing as I actually had a conversation with Nikki yesterday. And I said, hey, just so you know, I'm a little irritable. And that's that, that's all I said is I, I sent her that. And she knows what that means is she was on her way home. And I was just like, hey, I'm a little testy. I'm a little irritable. So don't ask me up. to carry the groceries again. <laughs> Ever. Oh, I don't know what I would have done. Um, so... <laughs> Let's just say it. We don't want our relationships to play out like comedies. At least not all the time. Sometimes it's okay. Sometimes it's fun. But not all the time. So what about when we're tired? What do we do when we're on E and we just need to recharge? Because a lot of these batteries being exhausted is simply due to the fact that whatever... that mental battery, that emotional, that physical battery, you're tapped out and you haven't had the adequate time to recharge and or have not had the things that you need to recharge that battery. Yeah, it's not like being tired can affect your mood or anything, right? Yeah. yeah. You just need a Snickers according to that commercial. <laughs> have a Snickers. Which is funny because now whenever I start getting like hangry, I'm like, you know, Snickers would really hit the spot. <laughs> you know what's really funny too about hangry is that's a thing. It yeah, really is. Nikki will come. And it can affect your your mood. And yeah, well, she'll she'll come home and she'll 
most of the time I'm home before Nikki. I feel like Nikki's always coming home to me. I promise I'm not a house dad. Uh, I work <laughs> and I have a job. It's just most of the time I'm home before she is. She's usually you home. You say that like it's a bad thing. Se- yeah. No, house dad's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, it made it seem like I don't do anything. So we don't have kids. Uh, so... I'm just usually home before Nikki. She's usually home by 7, 7.30. She's kind of like the boss lady at where she works, and the buck stops with her. So she really is there until everybody leaves, and then she makes sure that you know everybody crossed their T's and dotted their I's, and then she gets to come home. So uh, she comes home to me a lot. So she'll come home, and she'll say, like, she'll fill out the situation, right? So she'll come, she'll greet, how's your day? depending on what I'm doing, you know, we'll have a brief exchange and she'll feel the situation out. And it's so funny because sometimes she'll be like, have you eaten today? Yeah. She's like, you ate breakfast, didn't you? Yeah. You didn't eat lunch, did you? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, why do you, why do you ask? Why do you care if I ate? Because you're a little Uh, cranky. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So that's just that's like even yesterday i forgot to eat lunch and then you just get hairy quickly made a meal because i was realizing i was getting irritable and then even today i was typing out like all my everything i gotta get done for the day and i realized i need to schedule lunch otherwise i'm not going to eat just factually (laughs) so anyway that basically snickers fixes everything is really what that whole uh thing was about but in all seriousness, uh, Healthline, a website, uh, I looked up kind of what happens when you get tired. According to them, mental exhaustion can cause, here we go, memory issues, trouble with thinking and concentration, mood changes. No, mood changes. Hmm. Uh, accidents from being drowsy, a weakened immune system, high blood pressure, increased risk for diabetes. Diabetes. Weight, weight gain. Low sex drive, nobody wants that. Mm-mm. Increased risk of heart disease, and here's a fun one: poor balance. So if you don't want to look like you're drunk or have mood changes, like you've been drinking and all those other fun things, get some rest. And I'm not just talking about sleep. So clearly, being tired is an issue, but we don't want to compound that issue with poor communication with our spouse or whoever's in the. It could be a work relationship. Let's be honest with your superior, with your subordinate, whoever you are working with, it could be any of those. So don't compound that with poor communication because those people are not telepathic. We have not gotten to that point in our human journey. It's so convenient. It would. It would also be terrifying. It would be terrifying. There are some people that I'm like, I really actually don't ever want to know. I don't want to know what's going on upstairs. You keep that to you. Yeah, keep that locked in Pandora's box. So, so many t- words mean tired, and yet they don't actually mean tired. And I told Ben this. I said, "Hey, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do a quick survey." He's like, "What the heck do you mean by a?" Sur- I think I said interview. What do you mean by an interview? I just asked a few friends what they thought of a, a few different words or terms, and here's what they said they meant to them. Okay, here, here are the terms that I used. Okay, tired, worn out, fatigued exhausted and spent so if you think about it all those words actually by i think i actually looked up synonyms for tired but here's what they said and then i'll tell you what elizabeth said specifically about me those are kind of comical because she's like oh easy that means this 
Uh, tired, sleepy or not enough sleep, you're physically exhausted, overworked. Uh, one person said mentally exhausted or your body's exhausted, need to spend time not thinking about stressful things. If you're a parent, that's really tough to do. Go take mm-hmm. a vacation. But Elizabeth said, I said, what does it mean when I say, babe, I'm tired? She goes, uh, you want to be alone? You're tired of everything? I was like, <laughs> love that. <laughs> Truth. Uh, yeah, if you're worn out, a lot of people said it means the same thing or like some of these words meant the same thing. Ironically, I did not have a single person say for, you know, tired, it means one thing and then all the rest, it means the same as tired. Not a single person said that. It's not like I'm doing a big Pew Research study or whatever, but I'm just saying something to point out. Worn out means the same thing as tired, but context matters. So it depends on what you were doing. Long day, work was hard. Uh, If I tell Elizabeth that though, she says, you're physically done. So if I say I'm worn out, she knows she knows this whole batteries thing. She's like, if if you say you're worn out, I know I can still have a conversation with you, but you're not getting up and doing anything. Mm-hmm. It's like that's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, fatigued. First of all, not something that you typically say to somebody. Ben, see, man, I'm just I'm physically fatigued right now, or I I'm just really fatigued. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to talk today. That's a weird that's way to put it. Right. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> people st- immediately went to help. Health related, body is tired, you need physical rest, hydration, or nutrients. And then even Elizabeth said, uh, you feel like something is wrong internally, like something is off. And I was like, yeah, that's usually my cue that I need to go see a doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, exhausted. This one, most people kind of revolved around the same idea of it's the epitome of tired, probably in pain from a long day, you're holistically done mind and body spent uh your mental strain has been going on for too long you're done you want to be left alone and then even elizabeth said you're just mentally drained uh and somebody else said what about the word spent i said okay what does it mean to you and they said i'm done nothing more to give emotionally or physically i'm just i've given it all away Mm -hmm. i was like that's a really unique word to use when you're tired like spent well you think of when you spend something you hand it off to somebody else you spend it so you've spent all your energy on other people and uh elizabeth of course said probably just that you're physically done so uh big thanks to those that helped out mike hannah andrew my mom debbie elizabeth of course justice and barrett um all those people really pitched in so if you're having trouble understanding what we mean put this all together with us being tired can mean many different things but it's extremely important to communicate when it's occurring because it can infect, impact, and affect so much. Our marriages get affected, our friendships get affected, and even ourselves get affected, and all typically not for the better. So being able to identify the way that you're tired and communicating that either to yourself, others can mean the difference between, I don't know, someone supporting you, or yourself supporting you, or someone thinking they did something to hurt you, and thus a downward spiral can start. For I gave this example earlier, and Ben, this is like you just saying that you texted Nikki and said, "Hey, I'm I'm tired or I I can't or whatever it was." If you don't do that, um, if I don't let Elizabeth know, like give her a heads up, we feed off of each other. I'm sure nobody else experiences this, right? But we feed off of each other. So like. I gave the kind of, it was a joke, but it wasn't all at the same time of if Elizabeth just sighs heavily and I'm already like irritated, I'm like, what do you mean? <sighs> you know, just triggered. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is wrong with me? What is wrong with you? Why are you so- uh Because I just walked with, I don't know, 20 groceries uh, all hanging off of my arms. Right, Ben? Um, and then I'm like, oh, well, I mean, but like, you, you look mad. Of course I'm mad. I just had to carry all the groceries by myself. Um, it's like, well, you know that I'm... T-. So all that being said, <laughs> that kind of stuff, I've definitely... This has never happened to me at all. No, um, no, 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 no. It can all no. be avoided... Uh, if you just talk, use the right words, yeah. you know, even yesterday, uh, Ben and I wanted to, this is not at all on our notes, but Ben and I wanted to actually record yesterday on Tuesday and today is Wednesday. We started having some technical issues and Ben goes, you seem down. Like, why, why are you sounding down? Don't, don't sound down. First of all, it's not an airplane. I can't just immediately pull up, but, um, I immediately communicated to him just, well, this is what's happening. I, I told this, I need this piece of equipment back just to borrow for this. And I told this person they could have it. So now like, I feel weird and mm-hmm. I don't like, I, I don't like wasting time or spending it inefficiently. That really bothers me. So um, here's all the reasons that I'm feeling down. Now, I, I know Ben better than this, but if it wasn't Ben and it was somebody else, the chances of them taking that personally, like I'm irritated at them, or something are pretty high. I don't know. What did you think in that very instant? Yeah, no, that's a good, I'm, I'm actually, that's a good, that plays right into this. I'm glad you brought that up. So the way I'm wired, there was nothing involved in yesterday or nothing yesterday that was directly really anybody's fault. So I yeah. knew I've known you long enough to where I sensed the distraught, not really distraught, but you were perturbed that we couldn't record and that things weren't going as we had planned. And so I immediately, I I knew it wasn't about me. And I, if it was, it would have been poorly aimed. Um, and we would have, <laughs> you know, discussed that if it would have came up, but in the moment I knew that it wasn't anything that anybody did. It was just the circumstances surrounding it, which is why I don't know if you noticed, I went immediately into, Hey man, it's okay. This is fine. It's just a setback. This is what the timeline's going to look like for the rest of the week. We can do this. So I don't know if you noticed. I did. Yeah. My kind that's of, I, I acknowledged yeah. your kind of mental situation and did what I could to help with it. I, speaking that truth right like you know here's here's the fact yes it is a setback but it's not like this is the podcast isn't ending okay right we're we're still going strong and it's funny because we're talking about this as if (laughs) maybe i'm the only one thinking this but it almost sounds like we think we're some kind of expert but we're not at all we're just two hard-headed individuals that have beat our heads against a cinder block wall for long enough to finally figure it out and mm, now like even even just with between the two of us we're like no here's exactly what's going on yeah. here is step by step how i got ticked off and why i'm so irritated right now and then you gave like the scripted response which was a perfect fit and even though i knew it was like well here's what ben should say you know that kind of thing it's still worried i was still like okay i at least feel acknowledged and like everything is going to feel it's still going to be fine 
Um, so I don't really need to worry about it. I can, I can cool off for a second. Yeah. Ironically, after that, that's when I remember that I hadn't eaten lunch. So. You know what? I hadn't eaten lunch. Mmm, hangry, so, hangry, yeah. hangry, hangry. Full circle, folks. We really <laughs> like to tie things together here for you. Ooh, that was good. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Oh, man. So maybe right now you're feeling all of this. Maybe you're doing a self-evaluation and you're noticing that you're just tired in one capacity or another. You just, it's just, you're just tired. So what can you do to get yourself back to full? When you're on an airplane, if the masks fell, you're supposed to put them on first, right? Mm-hmm. That's because after you have yours on, now you're in the best position to help others. You need to figure out where you need to recharge, and then you need to figure out, well, what is it that recharges you? And then make yeah. that happen. If you're in a relationship, chat with your partner or spouse about it. That's a, There's a good chance that they can help facilitate um you recharging what recharges you how to get to where you want to go yeah that's a that's a really important point of figure out what does recharge you so maybe this is the first time that some of you have ever actually <clears throat> thought about this in this way uh, like in your own understanding categorized it as oh i actually am mentally tired i i am physically tired whatever that is so now is a good opportunity to start processing. Okay. If I am physically tired, what can I do to recharge? Typically people think of sleep. Uh, sometimes we'll, uh, Elizabeth and I'll get some Epsom salt and we'll take an Epsom salt bath to kind of like let our muscles relax and that sort of thing. Um, but if you're mentally tapped out, let's say that work is just overwhelming and you're really tapped out for me, vegging out and playing video games with some of my close friends michael ben uh steven that that allows my brain to turn off and maybe i'm the first person to ever say this to you it's okay to turn your brain off just don't do it all the time right so figure out what recharges you um because for me knowing that my choices in a video game have no bearing on my adult life and so that really gives my brain a break when all day long that's what i'm dealing with whether it's my decisions how they affect my family or my decisions affect somebody else so figure out what those things are that can recharge you and get comfortable with communicating that like saying hey here's what i need right now Um, so all that being said if you feel like this hits home let us know hit us up on the interwebs Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the social medias, or as we had one person do, leave us a review on the iTunes or Spotify, uh, whichever platform you're listening from. We're going to work on getting them out to other platforms as well, but we figured those are the biggest two for right now. And we would actually really enjoy hearing from you. That's not just um, us saying what we're supposed to say, but no, we're actually some pretty social fools that would interact with you um quite a bit mm-hmm. and i tell people don't look at me <laughs> unless you want me to talk to you <laughs> like if you're oh, trying to friend. if you're trying to stay in your lane like don't look at me because if you if you make eye contact with me i'm like oh hi how are you what's going on <laughs> what's your mother like what's your mother like what's how are you doing in life yeah <laughs> yeah this you ever do you ever get in conversation with people and they just look at you like you're 
absolutely nuts. Like, why are you talking to me right now? Like, do you ever Probably get that? More that times than not. It happens to me. I find it more often than not where I'll be in line. I don't know at the grocery store and I'm bored and I'll turn around and just start talking to the person behind me. And they look at like, they will answer my question <laughs> because it's like, Oh, okay. I'm not going to be like rude. And, but like, they're genuinely like, why are you talking to me? <laughs> yep. So yep, that's so true. Yep. Or like my, my favorite is other guys at the gym oh, where like you walk over and you just ask them like, Hey dude, are you using this? And they look at you like, uh, did you just speak to no. me? <laughs> <laughs> or or they usually if they have headphones in, this guy looked at me yesterday. He gets the most like confused look on his face and then pulls his headphone off. He's like, I'm sorry, what? And I said, How many sets do you have left? Like, you would have thought I just walked up, just slapped him in the face, and turned around to walk away. But it's so funny because I'm a very comfortable talking to people type of individual and it just it shocks people sometimes. I'm not asking for your full life story, dude. I'm just asking how your day's going. Yeah, yeah. But it, which side note? I I said this to somebody yesterday when talking about our podcast. I said people tend to only want to talk about the highlights, and that sounds like some weird. No, nobody would ever do that. People do. If somebody asks you right now, "How's your day going?" Good. Right. That's the scripted answer that we right. all tend to fall into. And you're weird if you don't say good. Right. Or like, mm-hmm. geez, I didn't ask how your whole week was going and how it's all leading up to this moment in this conversation. But anyway, that's what we like to do. Ben and I want to talk about what's going on. Or maybe you have questions. Maybe we didn't explain something well enough. Maybe there's something that you want more information about. Um, those are all opportunities to reach out to us and we will definitely interact with you. We do like talking to each other. Uh, but we're doing this for all of you who are listening. So reach out, subscribe as well, and be a part of this conversation. Ben, you got anything else for us? I just hope everybody has a great day. Mm, make it a good one. Make this episode one. will be dropping on Friday. If you're listening to this, uh, it's either Friday the 28th of February or after. We hope that always this information can be applied to your life in some form or fashion or Um, serves as a good reminder of ways that we should talk next week coming up next week we're going to be talking about expectations versus assumptions Mm. just let that sit for a second expectations versus assumptions you want to talk about mind reading that's where we're going um (laughs) so if you're in any kind of relationship heck if you're just a child of a parent that that ugly concept rears its head quite a bit. Um, And we've been stringing together kind of unintentionally when we started and starting to be very intentional about pointing it out. Communication is key, but communicating effectively is even better. And so as we start to discuss and break down expectations versus assumptions, uh, we are going to make sure that we hone in on what we're communicating, how we're communicating it. So definitely tune in next week. If you missed it, uh, I posted on our accounts, I believe it was last week or the week before, an article about marriage and the w- number one uh, marriage killer. Great article. It, Go read it. Fun fact. It has to do with what we're going to be talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check it out. I'll repost it again. And then that's what we'll be discussing next week. So until then, subscribe, tell your friends, reach out, and have a fantastic week. Love y'all. Bye. <laughs>